This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Ah, dear traveler, I see you growing restless. In the mood for something else, perhaps? I believe I have... Ah, yes, just the thing for you. An older yarn of something dark, a story, a secret of subterfuge and shadow, but still as ever was, a rude tale of magic. Well, 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 back for more, are we? I see you couldn't stay away. No, it's been two weeks, maybe more. I don't know, but I know you're back. It's me again, Snake Professional. And you, well, I like to call you the audience. Yeah, it's rude tales of magic come at the king. When we last left our heroes, they were buying clothes from the world's most beloved NPC, Jean-Luc Robespierre. They leave Robespierre's now and they walk out into the street. They've got the rest of the day until 7 p.m. when they need to meet up with wealthy whim windows outside of the trim cuckold. How do I know this? Well, maybe I'm a character in this story and maybe I'm a fan just like you. Just can't get enough of this nectar from the gods. My name again is Snake Professional. And oh no, I talked so long, it's 6.45 p.m. <laughs> Our heroes only have 15 minutes to get to the trim cuckold. Everybody roll dexterity to see if you can make it in time. Yeah, let's get those d20s out. I got 15. 16. Uh, I got a 20. I got a 5. I got a 12. You all book it. You hightail it to the uh, the trim cuckold. You guys pretty much, you just like, you wasted your day. It was a beautiful day in Paola. And Smellulus was like, uh, you know, you were in his sort of home neighborhood. He was sort of showing you guys around, showing you guys uh, the sights, his favorite stores, uh, his favorite places to sort of hang out and look for a friend. And uh, uh, the day sort of got away from you guys. Uh, so you you all book it. You look at... Uh, uh, there's a huge sundial in the middle of uh, unclear how the physics of this works, but there's like a Big Ben style sundial uh, <laughs> that um, uh, it's fucking. Uh, but it, it says that it's like 645. You guys look at it. You're like, oh, fuck, we got to get to the trim cuckold. You almost you're there. You're running. You're almost to the trim cuckold. Grimothy, you uh, you just don't have it. And you actually get to the trim cuckold about five minutes after everybody else. Uh, they were in their rush to get there. You sort of get left behind. Uh, you get to you all get to the trim cuckold. Uh, sans, sans, whatever it is. Uh, I've only read it. Grimothy, and uh, 
as you get there, Wealthy Wim Windows is dressed to the nines. He's got uh, just a, if you thought he had too many bows in his beard before, just wait. There's more and they're bigger now. Uh, he's dressed <laughs> to the nines and he waits impatiently outside of the uh, the trim cuckold and he looks around. Oh, th- there you are. Hello. Yes, hello is right. I, I thought you'd keep me waiting here all afternoon. I think we did. I suppose you did, and that's on me for showing up three entire hours early. What can I say? I guess I was just excited. It also sounds a bit desperate. Yes, so sure, sure. Maybe I I was a little desperate. I thunk thunk Dealey on the shoulder because she's supposed to be inside the toga quiet. (laughs) Okay, uh, okay, so then like pulling the (laughs) robe back in front of my face. Um, uh, Smellyless, dressed as a clown, uh, uh, <laughs> um, he sort of nudges Butter St. Saint Beef. <laughs> yeah, pretty desperate, eh? <laughs> <laughs> I am so sorry, wealthy. You see, we lost count of the hours as my good new friend Smellyless showed us all the sights, such as his top three favorite shops to buy stationery. Well... I must say I'm embarrassed for you, and I warn you, don't ever lose track of time again. You shouldn't do that. That was a bad thing for you, the players, to do, and you will be punished in-game for it. Oh, honey, chill out, and here, take a pen. I toss him a brand new pen, which I bought at the at my second favorite store, um, Writer's, Writer's Friend. <laughs> a pen unweathered by the years? Yes. Wait. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Uh Dealey like throws the robe back a little bit and uh. checks out the checks out the pen. What are we talking about? Can we get a description on that pen? Yeah, Tim, you threw it. Um yeah, it's like uh you DM know. for a little bit. Let's see how you like it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um well uh so this pen, it's um blue uh, or, or like a, a green um, oh yeah it's a, what's its name um um uh, uh it's um mr little <laughs> ah fuck it was good okay yeah uh i won't do that again all right uh as he sort of admires the pen grimothy uh you you now for your five you now you finally make it as they all admire the pen why didn't everyone wait for me uh, oh, sorry, Grimothy. I, I was I in line. I could have sworn you were right behind us. No, I needed I needed to buy this notebook. Uh, Grimothy, what have you written in your notebook? What is the introductory page? I've considered <laughs> fiction. Wealthy Wimwislow, as you can <laughs> see, it is... <laughs> It is so easy for anyone to be drawn into a world of wonder and whimsy and the hours do fly by when discussing the terrific nature of paper, stationery, and notebooks, pens, pencils, and you could even forget something so important as going to the Powerball. Certainly, yeah. you know, I understand, you know, I understand. People say that the short story is dead, but I think it's due for a rediscovery. No, I always say there's nothing more important than stories. Anyway, let's go. Let's get to the... And he lowers his voice and looks around. His eyes are very shifty, darting back and forth. And he says, Powerball! <laughs> no, I was going to whisper it. Take oopsie, that back. Oopsie doopsie doopsies. <laughs> 
<laughs> Goodness. Listen, everyone, lean in. Listen. Power yes. ball. The power ball. We're going to the power ball. Yes, are, you go- still, are you still going to eat a kid? Are you still dating Grimothy? I'm not dating Grimothy. Are we Grim- still dating? Grimothy, you are my date to the Powerball. Really, all of you are my date to the Powerball. You're all my invited guests. And I hope you'll stick with me and not ditch me at the Powerball like I was ditched last year. Oh, so that's something you've developed coping mechanisms for. I don't <laughs> think I have. I think it just hurts every time. Coping doesn't mean it doesn't hurt. It just means that you move on and find other ways to use your strengths. <laughs> Right, no, I understand what it means, and I'm saying I don't do that. I have not moved on. I'm stuck in that moment. Is there going to be a problem if we should see uh, this agent of heartbreak? Yeah, they're going to be there? Oh, I don't expect they will. <laughs> all right, right this way. So I, uh, I, I have these uh, blindfolds for all of you to uh, please affix to your eyes. You cannot know the way to this mansion. That is, uh, I know the way, but I, I, I am not to share it with, even with the guests. Uh, just uh, put the blindfolds on and we'll make our way to the power ball. Blindfold on. Hey, hey, hey guys, where am I? <laughs> hey, hey, where am I? I can't see where I'm going. <laughs> is there any way we could lose him? <laughs> no, unfortunately, I I have uh, I have no blindfold on, and I can see all of you. So just uh, right this way, just left here, okay. further up a little here. Okay. Right this way. Mm-hmm. Now, and you hear the sounds uh, of uh, he opens a door. Right this way. Yes, he opens a door. A door that you, Torin, know to be familiar. You know this to be uh, the door of the uh, 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 the local uh, uh, the fish market. Stinky. <laughs> yes, it is quite stinky, isn't it? Uh, but uh, pay no mind to that. I'd plug your noses if I could. However, I can only plug your eyes. Right this way, right this way, under here, under here. All right, now we're going to be crawling for this next part, okay? Crawl with me, crawl with me. Up ahead a little further here. Take a left right here, right here. Now right this way, right this way. You hear the sound of a, uh, of like, uh, uh, almost, it sounds like a, a sewer grate almost being opened. And uh, he's like, all right, now right this way. Now here, I'm going to need you to be very, very, very careful. Uh, we're going to go one at a time, starting with you. Uh, Grimothy, you're in the lead. Just take my hand. Oh, right. okay. Okay. Ladder down. Yes, just ladder, ladder down. down. Just like that, ladder down. You're doing, you can't see it, but your form is beautiful. Hmm? You are now all, uh, you've gotten to the bottom of the ladder and you are now all standing in about... Uh, 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 knee-deep water. Uh, uh, Dealy, the water comes just about up to your neck. Now, if you'd like to remove your blindfolds, I trust now that we can move in secret. Okay. Doran, will you take mine off my face? Yes. Wrap, wrap, wrap. Thank you. It is off my face. Doran, will you take mine off my face? Uh, sure. Can you bend over? Yes. Rap, 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 rap. Oh, thank, thank you, Torin. Torin, I hate to be a bother, but would Let's you... Let's go! Whoa, please, let me be a part of the group. Please, 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 <laughs> oh, please. My, oh my gosh, sure, fine. I unwrap it. <laughs> thank you, Torin. You are my child now. Whoa, what? Are you adopting me? I will treat you as my child for the kindness you have shown me to. You all heard that. He's adopting me and I get to live in his giant house now. Congratulations, we ruined it. Congratulations, Torin. That truly is 
a wonderful step up the ladder for you. There's truly nothing more magical than when a child is adopted by a relative stranger. All right, now, if you look around, you'll see, uh, actually, uh, who here has dark vision? I do. I do. I ain't saying shit. <laughs> sure, for those of you who don't, we will, of course, just look like eyeballs in the darkness. Uh, <laughs> but to those who do, you will see that we are in a, uh, a bit of an underground tunnel. Uh, I was right just th- going to say. Yes, yes, you, 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 you had the words. I just beat you to it. Fast as I am. All right, we'll be uh, heading up this way. You'll see a fork in the road. Remember, when you see a fork, stay right. Oh, brother, I never thought I'd see the day when a fancy little dwarf would try to teach a minotaur how to navigate a labyrinth. <laughs> he sort of strikes a match against uh, uh, his rough beard and uh, <laughs> it, a little bit of light for those of you without dark vision. It's enough to see him. Wealthy, are you nervous about seeing your date from last year? I must admit, I am. I'm a bit uh, tongue-tied, and I, I know not what to say. What if she's here? Wealthy, could I help you make her jealous? I, I don't know. I'm just... I, I, I really messed up last year, and I, I just... I wanted, I just I wanted to bring some cool people with me, and I just wanted to seem like a cool guy, you know? Well, mission accomplished. Was your date the dragon? Oh, please. Oh. I wish. No. Oh, no, absolutely not. Was it... No, it wasn't the dragon. I just, I brought... I guess this is as good a time as any to ask. Is the dragon single? Yes, the (laughs) dragon is single. Is the dragon tiny? All dragons are single and no dragons are tiny. All dragons are single? It's a dragon thing. They just don't believe in monogamy as a concept. That makes sense. But -hmm. they still like, you know... Go on. They're still, like, open... What do you mean? Grimothy, Grimothy, do you want to do you want to date the dragon? Grimothy, just, are you asking if dragons are sexually active? I'm just curious. I'm just. I mean, they must be if more dragons are ever born. But I'm. I'm just curious what the ground rules are. I'm pretty. I'm pretty new to dragons. Yeah, dragons are. I thought we all knew. Dra- Sorry, I thought. Wait, without saying, dragons are large creatures. Uh, they. I, are, I know what they are. I know what they are. Well, I. We have all these questions about dragons. All of a sudden, they. Uh, they can. They can shape shift. Right. Okay, just so you just so you know, so they, you know, and they they don't believe in uh staying tied down, but yeah, they go and uh they go and fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Isn't it strange how we can know what a dragon is but not know how they love? You see, no matter how much we get to know one another, we'll never know the And inner- we're here. All right. You see a large wooden door. Uh you guys have uh, uh y- you have stepped up out of the water. And uh, you are on sort of a, uh, almost an underground sidewalk that faces a door. Uh, just a few things. Try not to touch anything in there. Uh, and anything offered to you, uh, you do not have to take, but just know that it could be a thing. Anything given can be stolen. And anything stolen can be sold. Mm, not at all what I said. No, the, uh, look, I tried to take something last year. <gasps> it was a but big you're deal. The, you're the wealthiest dwarf. Yes, but it's it's not such a big deal. I'm the wealthiest dwarf, but compared to these people here, I'm but a pauper. Tell us what you took. Oh, God, I took a painting. <gasps> <gasps> oh, that's not even. 
even a little thing. No, it was a big thing. How and did it you might... get out no, with it? I didn't, and my clothes were shaped like the painting, and I got caught right away, and it was very embarrassing. <laughs> so I need to be on my best behavior, okay? So please don't take anything. It sounds like it's a hard party to lose an invitation to. I'm about to open the door. Uh, just follow my lead, all right? Everyone, the number one thing, be cool. No problem, daddy Okay! I'm as cool he as knocks, a carrot, daddy uh, He does the full shave and a haircut, completing the pattern. Uh, <laughs> on the large wooden door. And uh, the shave and a haircut, also with the completed pattern, is knocked back at him. And he goes, all right, we're in. The door slowly creaks open. And on the other side of the door, you are face to face with a large pig man ah! in heavy uh. armor. Huh? Hello. Pig man looks you up and down and says, All right. I recognize wealthy whim windows, but who are the rest of you? What? No, 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 no. These are my invited guests. You brought five guests to the Powerball? Well, I don't recall there being an upper limit to the guests. Oh, There's shoot. only four of us. Yeah. And I shove, I shove Dealey under. I'm sorry, I'm not good with numbers. I'm more of a humanities guy. Oh. Me too. I'm actually thinking about getting into writing. And I never went to school. I'm so, so socially, that must have caused so many problems for you. And look, look at me. Here I am. I can't even get numbers straight, and I'm giving you a hard time. I gotta get my life together. Well, live and let live. No! Don't let me <laughs> off the hook. Oh, I need to right. grow from this, and I'm not gonna grow unless I am spurred forward. Clearly, I don't do it on my own, so I appreciate what you've done for me today. It was a tough lesson, but I'm happy to learn it. Well, I love you. Uh, uh, good for you for no, being... No, not good for me. Bad for me. You're trying to let me off the hook and it's because you're a better person than me. Yes, I am a better person. There we go. That's that self-confidence. Friend, friend, now that you've hit, now that you've hit rock bottom, know that you have a firm place for your first step. There's no stopping anyone from being Thank you for letting us into the party. You changed my life! He's in tears. He, like, drops to his knees. <laughs> I don't want to be a guard! I want to be a mathematician! Hello, it's me, Branson Reese, the DM of Rude Tales of Magic, as well as the DM of Rude Tales of Magic Come at the King, as well as... I'm hot! I don't know if you can tell from my voice, but it's a... I think it, yeah, it's a, it's a lid for every pot. Anyway, we have done, uh, you know, we've done a few episodes now with no ads. And uh, I got to be honest with you, I've looked at our bottom line and we'll never make that mistake again. So uh, today I wanted to promote for you, uh, for me and for you, uh, the the Patreon. It's Rude, it's, it's Rude Tales of Magic's Patreon, but it's uh, patreon.com slash Rude Tales of Magic. And you're going to want to check it out. You're going to want to click on that little link because we've got hours of bonus audio. We have an entire separate show called Rude Talks of Chatting where us, the cast and crew of the show, we answer your questions behind the scenes. Uh, sort of so you show you how the sausage gets made. Traditionally, people don't want to see that, but it's the show's a hit. It's good. I like what we're doing. And uh, we've got hours of art. If you look at art slowly, uh, if you look at it quickly, we've still got like uh, several minutes at least. We've got a lot of bonus art. We have 
uh, bonus writing. We have a audio commentary track for Space Jam recorded by beloved NPC Senator Pepsi. We also have a commentary track for As Good As It Gets from uh, The Bones Bee and Stir Fry from the main show. We, we're doing commentaries. We're doing bonus shows. We've got entire bonus games, not even set in the world of Cordelia, run by our own uh, Taylor Moore runs them, Joe Lepore runs them, Chris Hastings runs them. It's it's good shit, and you're going to want to get in there because we've also got a Discord. As if the cup didn't runneth over enough, uh, you can jump into that Discord. There is an overwhelming amount of content in there. You can chat with fans of the show. You can do it outside of the Discord, but you're missing out. The real convo's happening in the Discord. I've seen it. I wouldn't lie to you. I would, but I'm not. I'm telling you the truth right now. And that's it. That's the that's the Patreon. Uh, Patreon.com slash Rude Tales of Magic. Don't betray yourself do it get in there okay we've also got um you know a a little book i want to promote it's near and dear to my heart it's called hell was full and uh i wrote it motherfucker so if you like rude tales of magic you're gonna love these comics presumably uh there's i don't know why you wouldn't they're they're comics i did a uh i did a series of daily comics uh a few years ago and uh, this is a collection of those comics, as well as a collection of brand new comics that nobody on earth has ever seen before. Unless you bought the book, then you have seen them. Also, my editor saw them before because she had to approve them. And they're good as shit. I'm very proud of this book. I've never published a book before. I'm excited about it. You can get it at uh, Oni Press. You can go to their website and look it up. There's a special edition version. Uh, you can go to Simon & Schuster. You can go to IndieBound and actually order it through your own local bookstore uh, and that way it's moral. You're spending money in a moral way because 100% of these proceeds go to me, ideally. That's not how it does work, but you know, in a perfect world, that would be nice. I know they say there's no ethical consumption under capitalism, but the other day I had a carrot. I didn't lose any sleep over it. So you know, check it out. That's the thing. Uh, Hell was full from Oni Press, an unbelievably good book. The critics are raving about it except for a few of them which i give you permission to ignore check out this book from oni press uh i'm begging you because the advance was spent and i need that money back asap all right uh that's enough for me uh now let's get back to the show so you can hear from me again goodbye ophthalmologist dr strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com. .edu slash podcast. Uh, all right, you guys are beyond him now, and you are led down 
a uh, a rich and opulent hallway. It is now, uh, there are torchlights everywhere. There are paintings lying the wall. There is the most expensive looking, smelling, and yes, feeling rug you have ever <laughs> uh, put your damn feet on. And uh, as you walk, actually, the rug, you can feel uh, 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 strange arcane enchantments drying all of you. Gosh, just one thread from this rug would have fed all of my orphan friends. We should make umbrellas of this rug. Please, 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 Wealthy is talking to you again. Please, I, I beg of you, do not touch anything not offered to you. And again, anything offered to you, just, you know, can stuff be sold. Com- it comes with a cost. Yes, a cost for selling. Okay. Some party. Well, not yet. We're just in the hallway. Okay, fine. Let's wait. <sighs> he sort of, uh, he takes a private moment to himself, and he sort of, like, shakes himself off, and he, uh, he, like, cracks his neck a little. He's like, all right, Wealthy, this is your year. You've got your cool friends with you. This is your time to shine. Don't fuck it up again. And he pushes open <laughs> the, uh, stained glass double doors. Mm. Remember that fucking the scene in Beauty and the Beast where they're dancing in mm-hmm. that beautiful is like the like whoa we, we were all like what the fuck is CGI we didn't know that <laughs> shit like the fucking the camera moving through yeah. that beautiful ball that's where you are except these windows they don't look out on the night sky they look out on the underground oh it's dark in here but it's lit through magic it's got we've got little tiny uh fairies and pixies they are flying around illuminating the place this is this place is lit in beautiful uh uh golds uh rich colors you got burgundies you got gold burgundy light it's have we ever even thought of such a thing i don't know (laughs) most inventive dm in the game baby it's uh you got burgundy light you got gold light you got silver light everywhere everything sparkles there are uh there are goblets. There is a big fountain in the middle of the room. And out of that fountain, what is pouring? That's right. Red wine. The most opulent drink possible. <laughs> the most opulent style of wine. Do I fucking sound like a guy who knows the types of wine? No. Uh, it's the- <laughs> it's wine. Red, red wine. We got that fountain in the middle of the room. And around stand two of many of the most famous races in Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> you got two of many? Two of many of the you don't got every two single of many? Two, like two of each? Two of each. Two it's like a Noah's the, Ark thing? Well, I don't want to say two of each because it's not each, but it's two of many of the most famous races. You got a pair of two each. Two of like most of them? Yes. Two of okay. most. <laughs> Two beholders? I said the right thing. No, you guys you no, did. You, it was just hard to get through my brain. Sure. Uh, Branson, I understood it so much. Exactly. And Thanks. when it comes time to rank Prince. my favorite players, you, I will remember this. My word, look at all of these different types of people, of things. Do you think all- any of these elves are my real parents? Wealthy sort of, uh, he pulls you all into a huddle. He goes, all right, I should have said this earlier, but here's who we're dealing with. You see those two elves over there, each of them rich looking with hair, the color of money. That is Caliper and Delicious Starling. They're the two richest elves in town. And when I say rich, baby, I mean rich. They're a pretty big deal in the wealth community. (laughs) 
They uh, will more on them later, but you'll notice that they're wearing masquerade masks. They've already received theirs, and they have the masks of peacocks. How fitting! All right, over there you'll see a single orc. That is tactical papers. He has the mask of a hippo, and he's an orc oil baron. Oil, a relatively new discovery in this world. He's the first baron of it. He is a uh, a, a, a bachelor, yet he's brought his uh, his body pillow. Her name <laughs> is uh, is Bamantha, God. and uh, if he if he brings her up, she is very much alive. Okay, do not make the same mistake that uh, uh, my date made last year. It sounds like he's gonna bring her up. He, yes, he's good. That's he's going to bring her up. Just treat her as a living thing, okay? All right. Bamantha. Her name is Bamantha. You can call her Bam. She has a bug mask on. All right. Uh, there is a uh, that goblin over there with the glowing hands. Her name is Diaria. I'll, she's a goblin, so you can imagine how that's spelled. All right. She. Uh, <laughs> She's sort of, uh, she's got some potty tricks that, well, they're a lot of fun. All right, over there, uh, you might recognize this, uh, and if any of you are in the legal world, that golden dragonborn, why, his name is Alamo Gold. He's wearing the mask of a bat, as you can clearly see. Uh, you know, a bit of a downer, best to avoid. All right. Uh, oh, there we have, uh, if you see those two tieflings over there. Each of them redder than the last. Uh, those are the twin sisters, Rodan and Rodan. They're, uh, <laughs> they wear the mask of a moth and a, butterf and a butterfly. And next to them is their human husband, Dan, who wears the mask of a cocoon. Wow. Uh, Dan's good people. I like him a lot. He, uh, he's, he's got a real good attitude about everything. Rodan sorry, and Rod sorry, Dan wears the mask of a cocoon? Yes, like, well, it wasn't clear. I mean, it's clear with your own eyes. You can just look at him. Well, it, it just sort of looked like a gray sort of ovular mask. I couldn't really tell specifically what it was. Oh, I guess so. Yeah, if you know it's a cocoon, it's a cocoon. Otherwise, yeah. it's just a it's a vague mask. No, yeah. that's a cocoon mask. Got it. And those are his wives, uh, and he is their husband. <laughs> and, uh, well, I suppose fashionably late, Nog Romansky has not joined us yet. Nagromansky. The Emperor. Uh, well, just for my own, uh, wondering, um, do you think he'll be here soon? Nagromansky? Why, it's yeah. the Powerball. I imagine he'll be fashionably late. He likes to show up after everyone else. Where's Sundown Samara? Well, that's there's sort of a power struggle between the two because she also likes to show down, you know, to show up fashionably late herself. Oh, so it's like a game of chicken. A bit Wait. of, yes, yes. And it's always, you know, they say you can sort of tell how the next year will go in the world of the wealthy based on who shows up last. I have a question. Sure, sure. Oh, by the way, a thing about Sundown Samara. So you know how there's different colors of dragon, right? You got your red dragons, you know, your, your metallics, your chromatics. Mm-hmm. Sundown, a bit of an outlier in the dragon community. She is a clear dragon which means you can see everything, and oh. the less said about what you can see, mm -hmm. the better. I once spent four months hunting a platinum dragon. Did you catch it? I did not. That actually, if Sundown talks to you, that could be a fun thing. She hates all other dragons. Really? Yes. Okay, cool. Does Grimothy know anyone at this party from his days amongst the wealthy? Uh, No, he doesn't, although as... 
Joe asks that. A uh, <laughs> uh, from behind you, somebody Grimothy does recognize opens the doors. A young man in his forties, which is a young man. Uh, he. Uh, <laughs> Hell yeah! Branson, yeah. Yeah, a young man in his forties. He's got a lot of life ahead of him, and he's got you know his uh, his legacy is not yet set. He's got a lot of life ahead. He opens the doors, and Grimothea, there's something about this man you recognize. Maybe it's his blonde hair. Maybe it's his entitled eyes. Or maybe it's the fact that he announces himself by saying, <laughs> I'm here, Frederick Steele, the richest human in town. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. <laughs> Who is it, Grimothy? Isn't that your last name? Yes, this was... Th- that, but... Grimothy, is that your husband? Is that your no, baby no. boy? Uh, the man walks past you. He doesn't even look at Grimothy. He takes but, his coat and he sort of hangs it on Grimothy as he just walks right by. And he says, now, where is the masker? I need to get my mask. I got a bad one last year and this year oh, I want a good one. Oh, I'm the mask. Um, so Torin sensing, uh, like, f- picking up on what's going on, mm-hmm. uh, wants to try and... Uh, Put put this guy in his place. Um, so she has a she has a disguise kit, and she's going to attempt to humiliate him. But first, she will probably need to try and deceive him. Okay. Yeah. Oh, there you are. I was waiting for you. I'm here with your mask. Uh, roll deception. Uh, fifteen. He looks at you. He looks you up and down and says, oh, "Good help is so hard to find." I see the masker of last year was likely executed for giving me such a bad mask. I was a snail. Oh, unfitting and rude. I would never. Well, look me up and down. Give me my mask. What am I? A lion? A tiger? I, I, do, I think you're, you're in the right area. You're something exotic. Something... Something from a far-off land. I'm thinking... As a boy, I bet you liked skunks. What? Don't talk to me about my own boyhood. I... But did you? He sort of, like, shoos you away with his hand. I mean, guys... He has a quiet moment where he looks down at the ground and says, Skunks. Yes. (laughs) He looks back uh, up at you, Torin, and says, Well, what is it? Give me my animal. I give... I give Grimothy a little, uh, discreet, like, little gesture to show that it's okay. I think you are the stately camel, and I have just the mask for you. <laughs> um, and I take out of my disguise kit a rubber butt mm-hmm. that um, I'm going to pretend is the humps of a camel, and sure, I, sure. Affix, I affix it to his face. Cool. So, uh, you know, when I was a kid for Halloween, my dad went as a, a patient in a hospital one year, which was just mm-hmm. like, he just had a fake butt he put on <laughs> under, and, you know, he wore the skirt or whatever, the, the gown. <laughs> Uh, uh, fucking love that guy. He uh, had me laughing all childhood. He uh, so uh, it's one of those, right? And you just put it on this guy's head. Yes, and then I'm uh uh before he has a chance to like exa- you know examine it. I I'm saying and now to affix it with the appropriate powders, and I'm um powdering 
I'm, I'm like adding rouge to the cheeks. Sure. Yes, yes, thank you, thank you. It makes sense that I would be a camel. An animal that doesn't need to drink for months at a time, I think. Ha ha! I can survive in the desert because I'm so tough. Are you okay with all that makeup being applied? Isn't your skin very sensitive? <laughs> Why are you being so over-familiar with me? Yes, it's true, my skin is very sensitive. But again, I'm a tough camel. I think I can take it. He just starts breaking out in hives right away. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, you must not take much stock in what I say. You must run into assembled men all the time. Yes, yes, get out of my face. The, the masker has chosen me as a camel. He sort of walks away and he's like proclaiming to everyone in the party. That's right, that's right. <laughs> Frederry Steele is here and this year he's a camel. Don't expect me to be drinking too much. Or if I do, I'll be retaining it. I'm glad I'm a camel. <laughs> and he sort of disappears into the crowd. Uh, as soon as he walks around, uh, Torin, you feel a little tug on your robe. I look down. Uh, so it's coming from behind you. I look around. <laughs> you see a uh, a halfling uh, woman who is uh, uh, she's she seems to be very old. She has a uh, 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 big white curly hair and uh, uh, big glasses that make her eyes look even big. She has, seems to have uh, big eyes, but her glasses like magnify her eyes. Hello. And, did I hear you say you're the masker? Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, I am. Uh, did you need a mask? No. I'm the masker. Oh, how could that be? Oh, typical Samara. She wants to show off her wealth by hiring multiple maskers. I heard that there are actually five of us here. Five maskers? Yes, that's what I heard. Roll deception. 22. Wow, okay. <laughs> she, like, looks around. She sort of scratches her chin. And she goes, well, that's very unlike Samara. But if you, a fellow masker, are saying that to me, the masker's code is we can't lie to each other. So I believe it. There you go. And in fact, if you'd like, I don't see why we couldn't have a bit of fun ourselves as maskers. I would take a mask from you, and I could give you a mask if you wanted. Yes, it would be my honor. I've never been masked. Aw. Oh, I sort of like her, so I'm gonna do face paint like she's got it, like she's a tiger at a kid's birthday party. <laughs> you face paint her like a tiger? Yeah. Cool. She's going to hold up a mirror and look at herself. Radical new technique. I've I've never seen a masker not mask somebody, but instead paint their face. Yeah, it's I mean what better mask is there than Where your did own you say skin? you were from? I'm from Filetville. Interesting. But I guess sometimes from the slums come the most groundbreaking techniques. Well, can I do you? Yeah, please. All right. I need to ask you three questions. Oh, I love this. I'll need to ask all of you three questions. I can't wait. Actually, we could just do these all at once. <laughs> just for, I'm thinking this through right now. Let's do them all at once. Sounds good. The first question. You come up to a stream. <laughs> what do you do? I drink from it. You there, assembled men? I sit down and ponder the stream. Got it. You there, Minotaur? I turn right. Interesting. You there, Loxodon? I touch the stream with my trunk and watch my reflection as the ripples blur me into nothingness. Question number two. 
You're falling from a great height. What is below? A bed. Also a bed. This is weird. A bed? Dirt. <laughs> Dry dirt. Are you sure? The questions are sacred! All right. Question number three. In the game of life, you live or... You win. You live or you win. Wise words. Thank you. You live or you lust. You live or you lust. A wise group indeed. Minotaur. (laughs) You live or let die. You live or let die. Beautiful. Loxodon. Y'all are freaking stupid dumbos. You live or you die. Simple question. Like one plus one equals two, boo-boo. She puts her fingers to her temples. I have the answers. Ugh. You there. Elf head in the weird body. (laughs) Thank you. Yes, fellow masker. (laughs) To you, I give the ostrich. And she puts oh. a, a feathered mask on your on your face. You there, assembled man. Uh-huh. To you, I give the sloth. She puts a, a sloth mask on your face. Okay. <laughs> Wasn't a burn. Feels a little bit like a burn. I like sloths, personally. They're adorable. You like them, but it's also a sin. Sure, sure, but what's life without a little sin? You win. No, that's, well, that's my answer. Okay, but I'm the tiger, so, all right, you there, Minotaur. You sin or you lust? You, Minotaur, to you. Which is also a sin. Minotaur, to you, I give a kitty cat. Oh. She gives a cat mask to you. Loxodon. Yes. To you, I give the most dangerous mask of all, man. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Gives you the masquerade mask of a human being. Damn! That's like, holy frick! You sure about that? <laughs> Me, a man? I don't know. No! What a world! Luxodon here, the flow, bro. Wow, you rapped. You rapped for the first time ever. Wow. And I'm sure it won't be the last. Now, wealthy to you, I already prepared your mask. The mask of a worm! <laughs> Wealthy size. <laughs> I suppose, yes, a worm. And yet, in its own way, the worm eats the dirt and makes the soil from which all life grows. Yes, I see my strength now and my power. Uh, Smellulus was really moved by that. He was, like, blown away by how he twisted that into something positive and was, like, very affected. Uh, the, the mask... The mask maker, she looks, or the masker, she looks at Smellulus. She says, I see you were touched by his words. And it's true. There's no such thing as a bad mask. Remember this. Perhaps one day you'll be a masker. Me? Giving back rather than taking? Oh. I don't know. I'm a man set in my ways. Well, up to you. And she walks away. Wait, no, but I'm, 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 I'm gone, I'm gone, I'm gone. She walks into um, the closet. You can't talk to her. <laughs> I really liked her. Yeah, she was cool. All right, you all have your masks. What would you like to do now? I guess we should investigate the room. Go for it. Roll, uh, uh, Turin, roll an investigation check. 19. 
19. Jesus, Torrin, you're killing these rolls. I sure am. Uh, Torrin, you can tell, actually, from this room, you have snuck into your share of mansions before. You've seen them, and you can actually, you actually, you've snuck into so many mansions, you've got a bit of a taste for them. And you can tell <laughs> that this mansion seems to be a custom order mansion. It is, uh... Uh, the hallways are big and wide and broad. All of the doors are big and wide and broad. There is a massive staircase in the center of the room that sort of grandly leads up into the uh, the upper the upper floor. There is a large, wide, like city street wide balcony that sort of lines the room, and there are a number of very wide doors. This whole mansion seems to be. Uh, this is almost like you, you you are in the entrance of this mansion, and uh, the whole thing is. It is designed to be off-putting and uh, in its in its formality and opulence. And it is also designed to be large and a place that can house a truly large creature, uh, such as, you know, who knows maybe what this was designed to, to hold. Um, so from the room... A triceratops. I mean, maybe. I, maybe you're dumb. Maybe you think that. But the, uh, uh, you see... <laughs> You can also see a, uh, there are many, many halflings uh, that you uh, that you notice who are all sort of uh, they are dressed as caterers. They have the uh, you know the look. It's the uh, all black button down shirt and shoes and dress shoes, and they are walking around with hors d'oeuvres and drinks. And uh, a few of them have like a towel, a white towel around the arm, and they are offering wine to people. One of them is just sort of walking by the fountain and dipping wine glasses in there and offering it to people. Uh, there seems to be a large, uh, there are large steel doors, and a lot of them are coming in and out of that. I would like to try and sneak through one of those doors to find out where my friend is being held. You and Dealey work together and you sort of crouch down. You are a little taller than one of the halflings and you are able to move uh, quickly and quietly behind one of them. And as they, uh, the same way, if you've ever been like in a, uh, a parking garage and you can't pay to get out and you know how you'll just sort of drive really quick behind the car in front of you to miss the <laughs> gate. Like you, uh, you do one of those. Uh, don't worry, my license has been suspended for years. I'm no longer a threat. Uh, the... Uh, you do that with the doors and you sort of slip behind them and you see yourselves in a, uh, you're in a large, uh, like a very industrial looking kitchen, a lot of stainless steel and white tile. And there is a huge uh, 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 like stovetop in front of you that is just like burning. And uh, uh, you see a massive ogre who is, uh, has a chef's hat on and has a massive uh, bowl of ingredients that it is just sort of like, uh, holding over the fire. Its hands seem to be burning up and like not the skin isn't burning away, but its hands seem to be really hot and it seems unfazed by this as it just sort of like shuffles this in the ingredients in this bowl. There is a elaborate network of halflings. Uh, unfortunately for just a 19, it's not quite enough. They are very organized and you are noticed pretty quickly by a halfling uh, uh, who is uh, 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 sort of grabs you and seems to be a higher status halfling. Uh, this one has a uh, a purple shiny vest on. Uh, the others are dressed in all black. This one uh, has a purple shiny vest and grabs you and says, uh, 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 what, uh, what are you doing back here? Oh, sorry. I, I couldn't help it. I've, I haven't eaten anything all day because I've been so excited to eat a child. And I was wondering if I could, you know, see, just get a taste of that kid, you know, really. 
kid's not dead yet. Uh, uh, that's not actually our our. That's a that's part of the show later. This your first oh. Powerball? Yeah, first you caught me <laughs> first time. No, no worries, no worries. It's uh. Oh, but the kid the kid isn't dead. Kid's not dead yet. No, 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 no. They got the kid. Uh, they don't keep the kid back here with us. Oh. They used oh. to keep the kid back here with us, and we kept letting the kid go because you know solidarity. But uh, uh, no, they've stopped doing that, and now they wipe our memories after every Powerball. Oh, so you don't know where they have him? Well, now. they give the memories back before, so we know what to do. But uh, you know, then afterwards. Uh, but you didn't ask about my life story. Uh, the uh, no. I'm interested. Uh, but it's, you're being polite, and I appreciate it. The uh, the kid's not back here though. Oh, where 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 is he? Now that I don't know. Oh, you have, you know you don't know. Well, I know it's going to be part of the show later, and we're not part of the entertainment. We're just the catering. Oh, who is part of the entertainment? Uh, that's going to be, oh, God, what's that goblin? Uh, the guy with the hands? The, the, yeah, yeah, I think her name's, uh, Diarrhea or something. Oh, Diarrhea. Diarrhea, there it is. Yeah, is. yeah, we're mates, actually. It's silly that I didn't think of that. All right, well, thank you. I'll leave you be. No problem. Solidarity. And remember, uh, tell your friends, uh, uh, little guy catering. Yeah, okay, sure, for my next... Big Duke. Goodbye. Well, I don't know. Well, I, well, maybe not. Okay, well, that's, you know, on me for trying. As we turn to leave, the robe, like, uh, opens up just a little bit, and I, I uh, Dealey's <laughs> able to, like, see oh, no. out into the kitchen and catch a sight of that sweet, sweet, shiny purple vest. And she explodes <laughs> out from under Torin and dive bombs this guy's chest and just tries to rip it off of him <laughs> he fucking as you do that as you dive out he turns his head he goes a harpy employees to me and he sort of like puts his arms out and his employees loyal to the end they jump onto him and they make like an employee voltron around him okay. uh, and he he actually grows he is surrounded by employees who just sort of like they're all covering him you can't even see him you just see like a uh he, he looks to be a bigger man now made up of halflings sort of like they have run this drill before you can tell uh, this is something he has dealt with before and as he speaks they all repeat his words back and it sort of amplifies his voice and he says Harpy in the kitchen! Harpy in the kitchen! Um, I grab I grab uh, Dealey by her leg and I, and I run out. Uh, so she grabs you and pulls you out of the way and this like this na- this sudden like wicker man of uh, of halflings uh, says, "You don't, you don't wear, wear a shiny purple vest at work without learning how to deal with harpies." We're sorry, um, and I'm gonna cast fog cloud to cover our exit. As you leave, you just hear it cackling, saying, "Ha ha 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 ha! I am at work." <laughs> um, I I pull over into a quarter and I I sort of get. Dealey in front of me. You really can't do that. I understand you like shiny things, but you can't do that. We're trying to save my friend. I'm not... It's not a liking shiny things thing. I can't control it. You've got to try. Do you want the blindfold again? No, I'm fine now. I can't see it right now. As this conversation happens, we cut over to uh, uh, Grimothy, who is standing extremely close to Frederick Steele. (laughs) Frederick, with the ass on his head, is sort of, uh, <laughs> he's leaning over and he's talking to uh, to Caliper and Delicious uh, Starling, saying, Yes, I was given the camel. 
And I think it's clear to see why. It's probably because you retain a lot of moisture. Uh, Frederick looks over at Grimm and he says, I'm sorry, can I help you? Yes. How? I have a question for you. Okay, well, let's hear it. Have you ever been to this Powerball before? I, uh, yeah, well, uh, okay, well. Uh, have you? What are you doing? Do you know? Do I know? Do you Do know? You know? Do you I, know? No, I've never. This is my. This is the first year of my life being the richest human in town. Are you trying to ruin that for me? No, I'm not trying to ruin for, ruin it for you. But you know, at th- at this party, they eat a child. They what? They eat a child. That's oh, disgusting. But well, yeah. power is power. No, it's not a good thing. You shouldn't do it. What are you? Why are you talking to me? Who are you? You're do you to talk to me like this? You're not my don't father, you know? recently do- deceased. Don't you know who I am? What do you mean? No, I don't know who you are. You're an assembled man, same as all the others. I know about assembled men and what they do. You're not a camel. You're wearing a butt on your face. Don't talk to me like that. I can talk to you however I want, young man. No, I can talk to you however I want. I'm Frederick, the richest man in town since the passing of my parents. I'm so sorry about your parents, but they were not great. Don't don't you talk to me about my parents. I know a thing or two about your parents. Prove it. He takes off uh, his sloth mask. <gasps> it's it's me. It's it's Grimothy. You can't be Grimothy. Yes. Grimothy died. No. Grimothy walked into the sea. Hmm. Grimothy puts his his hand on Frederick's shoulder <gasps> and tussles his hair. Oh. Buddy, hey. Say something only Grimothy would know. Goldenberry pancakes are yum, yum, yummy. <gasps> Why, those are the words I used to make Grimothy say. <laughs> when he fed me. Goodness gracious. Could it be, after all these years? How did you get yes. out of the sea? I never went into the sea, But you Frederick. did, you went into the sea because you were so grief-stricken with me hitting puberty. <laughs> Frederick, I think maybe your parents made, a, made up a, a lie because... They didn't want me to be in your life anymore. I think they were maybe jealous of our friendship. No, they weren't jealous. Why would they be jealous? They would just tell you every, you know, they they said you walked into the sea and you did it because I, you know, I I, I was going through puberty and the, these morals and these lessons you kept teaching me to fill Frederick, my head with Frederick, lies. Frederick, when they, on the day they told you that I walked into the sea, when, how long had it been since they had last spoken to you? A year or so? Why? Frederick. That's not right. Make a persuasion roll. Uh, 13. A 13 against a lie that a child grew up needing to believe. (laughs) To protect his his own psyche and his own ego. Grimothy, a 13, doesn't quite cut it. He slaps your hand away. Ow! (laughs) Get away from me! Grimothy moves it away quickly. That's hurt! I, I'm sorry, you know what I'm made of. Yes, metal. But you're not made of what counts. The stuff Grimothy was made of. He was the best man I ever knew. You're nothing like him. Get away from me. Hey. I'm talking to my new friends. And he turns and gives you the cold shoulder. We did the whole thing where I said only, something only I would know. He turns around, tears in his eyes. You didn't look for me. I... Frederick, I don't know how it happened. I don't know how it works. I think they turned me off. I think I was in a basement for a long time. 
I think I was, I think I was, oh, in storage until your parents died, and, and let me guess, there was some kind of estate sale or something? Oh, God, I sold you! Uh, he, tears in his eyes, he goes to hug you. Oh, they're there, buddy. I sold you a month ago! I didn't realize it was you, I just sold a box! Do you sell that box to the cops? Yeah, oh, God, yeah, oh, God, yeah. are you a cop? No, I got fired. Whew, what a relief. Okay, uh... <laughs> That's, oh, good. Okay, well, it's good to see you, but, you know, I've, I've done a bit of growing. No, no, I see that. I've got my own life now. I, I, I know. I, I get... Uh, I just, I don't know what to do. I, to, I, I... This kid-eating thing is a bummer. Yeah. Do you have a family of your own? No, I couldn't bear to start one. Why? I just had such a bad home life. This sucks. <laughs> wow, Grimothy! I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry for us. This, you know what? Get out of here. Hey. You came, you showed up to this and you bummed me out. Can we get coffee? No, we can't get coffee. <laughs> Just catch up. No. I want to hear about what, what your life is like. We did catch up. Not really. Yes, we did. We caught up enough. You've been in a box. I did dark things. Get away from me. All, all right. Grimothy, goodbye. All right, I get it. Go eat a go eat a kid, I guess. Yeah, maybe I will. Okay. <laughs> maybe I'll like it. Yeah. Maybe eat a leg. Maybe I will a eat a leg. A child leg. I don't know how they divide it up. It's my first Powerball, and it won't be my last. I can't say the same for you. I bet the the drumsticks are coveted. Well, by I'm... all these by all these richies. Well, we'll figure it out soon because right now. Oh, look over here. With that, you hear a clap. And at the top of the tall, wide, beautiful stairs, you see a goblin. Uh, the goblin from earlier. Yeah, that's gonna be Diaria. She is dressed in a goblin gown. In her hand, she holds a rope tied around the waist of a goat. Like a belt. <laughs> oh. She stands with the goat and she claps her hand. She says, ladies and gentlemen, later... We will have our main course, which we all know I needn't say. But for now, I wanted to give us a bit of an appetizer. <clears throat> Without further ado, I'm going to work my dark magics on this goat. <clears throat> she clears her throat. She twiddles her fingers and her hands, already glowing, begin to glow a even deeper in darker uh, glow. The light is almost blinding that comes from her hands. She puts it on the goat and the goat, uh, uh, the, this light that was like coming from her hands, it comes from the goat. The goat becomes a light source, a light, a goat-shaped light that uh, it fills the entire room with a, uh, a white light. The goat, uh, the shape and the form of the goat begins to, uh, well, it begins to get vaguer and more, uh, more of a suggestion of a goat. It goes from a, a clean, clear uh, photograph of a goat to a drawing of a goat, to a child's drawing of a goat, to the idea of a goat, to the memory of a goat, until it is just energy that moves through the room. Each of you, suddenly in front of you, have a wine glass. It appears in front of your hands, and it fills up with what you can only describe as goat juice. <laughs> drink up, everybody. And I think if we drink, Sundown Samira might just make an appearance at her own party. To Sundown Samira! 
Everyone cheers. To Sundown Samara! Everyone cheers. To Sundown Samara! Uh, Dewey just, like, wipes out her whole drink in one glug. Absolutely. I, I hand her the rest of my drink. She so wipes out his, Okay, she's going nuts. She loves them all. She drinks three drinks. Great. And then, um, like, licks her fingers as if she just had something sticky. <laughs> Amazing. Butter and smellulous. What do you guys do? Uh, I'm sipping that thing down. <laughs> I remember the advice about things being given having a cost. And I don't feel like paying anything today. And I toss that drink behind my head in an elegant illusion of drinkery. Uh, just for the record, Dealey and Smellulous have partaken of this goat drink. Yes. <laughs> Let the, the record show. Let the record show. <laughs> Might show up later. With this, uh, uh, the, all of the lights in the room go out. And a deep voice we haven't heard says, Ladies and gentlemen, every once in a while, there comes a dragon. A dragon the likes of which we haven't seen in a generation. Blimey. These dragons, well, they delight us. They capture our imagination. But some of them humble us. They remind us that we are small and we are worms in their presence. That's right, we are the dirt beneath her feet. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for you know her, you love her, Sundown Samara! A spotlight has been moving around the room, and the spotlight uh, finally settles on the top of the staircase. But it's not Sundown Samara. There we see Nog Romanski and his wife, Olvira Romanski. They are two human beings. Nog is the human emperor of Paola and by extension, all of the Cordelian Empire. Olvira is his wife. She has a, a, a beautiful sort of like dark brown uh, uh, bobbed hair. And uh, uh, Nog, he is, uh, he is small, he is balding, and he uh, he looks like a man who had to be talked out of sucking his thumb in public. He is a uh, a little guy, no bigger than a minute. He uh, he looks weak and frail, and he looks confused as he says, "But I." And with that, the fountain in the middle of the room explodes, and all of the lights go onto that as Sundown Samara, a large clear dragon uh, emerges from the floorboards with an elegant flourish. She looks around and she says, Ladies and gentlemen, there stands your emperor, but here stands the real hostess with the mostess. That's right, daddy-like. I am Sundown Samara. Thank you. And she bows deeply as everybody sort of uh, golf claps her. Wow, a clear dragon covered in red wine. You can see, yeah, she's just like, so So when I say clear, her skin is clear, uh, but she's not like invisible. Uh, her, right. Yeah, yeah, her skin and her scales are clear. You can make them out, but you can also see through them. So it's almost like a, um, uh, you know, certain bathrooms will have that glass that like you can 
Hmm. Not really see the guy taking a shit on the other end, but you know, you can tell there's a guy in there. You can see a heart beating. You can see the blood pumping through her veins, but you can't really make out the specifics. You can even see her her big brain uh, moving in her big old head. Just like certain bathrooms. Yeah, she's a certain bathroom dragon. She she looks around and... uh, uh, she sort of, uh, she takes all of you in and says, Why the long face? It's me, Sundown Samara's party. Everybody, get back to it. And people sort of awkwardly start mingling again. Wealthy Wim sort of, uh, um, he looks over at uh, Butter St. Beef and Smellulous. You're sort of standing near Wealthy. And he goes, Well, well, it looks like Sundown was the winner again. It seems that we'll have another year of unending prosperity for the wealthy. Now, you've already explained it. Like, Butter is, like, looking around to see if there's anybody more interesting <laughs> to talk to that's, like, currently Sure, uh, as you look around, you see Alamo Gold, who is, uh... He seems to be working up the courage to go talk to Sundown Samara. Oh, I've got my moment. Uh, completely ignoring that. And, uh, I approach Alamo sure. Gold. Well, 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 uh, I do believe I have never seen such an exquisite bat on a face before. Oh, God. Alamo turns around. St. Beef. Oh, how did you know it was me? I'm a kitty cat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're a kitty cat, all right. And, uh, I'm a bat. There you go. That's the that's the masquerade, <laughs> right? Right. Absolutely. Gosh, it sure is good. You know, we finally had a chance uh-huh. to meet in a place where we don't have to talk business for once. We just can just admire the exquisiteness uh-huh. of a mask. <laughs> well, uh, great, great mask. I'm sure you're very proud of it. Uh, so back to business. <laughs> I understand that uh, you uh, you're you're looking for a new associate. Well, uh, yeah, I mean I was, but you know I think Detrit is cold. You, well was. I was, but Detrit is cold. Sort of step in and uh, seemed like he was going to be my guy. Then his hair all got ripped off, so he's been hospitalized. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess you could oh, say I am looking for another associate. Make your pitch. Oh, I'm sorry. I just wanted to say that I wanted to extend my apologies. I'm that sure it could you not did. Be me as a candidate. Because soon I will be so unbelievably in no need of work. <laughs> Good day. Huh. He walks away. Alamo Gold looks at you as you, the camera lingers on Alamo Gold. Butter knows where to how to find his light, and he what? knows he's not in it right now. Alamo yeah. Gold, uh, he sort <laughs> right. of looks you up and down and says, God damn it, I almost respect that guy. But then when I do, I think back to the long personal history I have with him. This is but a blip. <laughs> he starts whistling, and he actually uh, he feels uh, better than ever. And he goes, I guess I really dodged a bullet there. I'm going to go talk to Sundown Samara. I have a crush on her. All right, the camera moves back over to Butter St. Beef. All right, we cut over to Smellulous, who is standing near uh, Rodan and Rodan, and as well as Dan, their husband. <laughs> Dan sort of, uh, he, he stands in between the two. He goes, you know, I've just, uh, I, I gotta say, I am just uh, pleased to be here. I, you know, I, I feel like I won the wife lottery. 
yeah, I mean, uh, you're, you're, you seem like a very happy situation. Is that what I call it? I don't want to say couple, of course, but... Why would you? There's the three of us, and couple exactly. would be wrong. Uh, the first Rodan, who is uh, has the moth mask, looks at you and says, um, "Why don't you just call it a marriage?" That's very true. That's very true. I didn't think that I could just be as simple when speaking about your relationship. I apologize. You have to understand this. It's all new to me. This, and also, you're both. Actually, let me ask you this. So you two are twins, eh? So does that mean that you two get together? <laughs> or do you use Jesus this one Christ. as a conduit for whatever <laughs> sexual energy is going on? Roll charisma. What? <laughs> it's a fair question. Why? What's wrong? It's a fair question. Yeah, roll charisma <laughs> is a fair question to that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I got a six. <laughs> they look at you with pity in their eyes. Well, I'm just curious. It's just a simple question. I'm just curious, you see. Dan sort, of takes, Dan sort of takes you aside and says, um, uh, smelly, was it? Smellulous. 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 Okay, okay. Uh, look, I know you don't know. Uh, you seem like a guy who doesn't get out much. Uh, <laughs> doesn't talk to a lot of people. I gotta say, you're really striking out with my wives. <laughs> Wait, you think I had a chance in the first place? No, 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 no. <laughs> Once again, you've uh, you've misinterpreted and you've you've read something uh, 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 salacious where there was nothing there. I'm just saying, my wives, who are the love of my life, absolutely love those two. You're not making a good impression on them, and well, I think you should make a better impression on them. But hey, okay. I'm biased. But hey, hey, uh, let me ask you, man to man, because huh? uh, my mask is a. Do, so do they have sex together while you, or do, are you the conduit to twin? I just don't know because they're siblings. I'm not sure how that whole marriage, the sexuality part of it works. Hey, Smellulous. <laughs> it's a fair question. Can I tell you something? <laughs> it's a fair question. <laughs> You're a gross little guy. Little? You're a big elephant, right? Yeah. But in there, there's just a gross little guy. I hey. feel bad for you. Hey. I got two wives, yeah. and I love them. And every day they make my life better. And you don't have that. And so rather than take a victory lap right now, I'm just going to leave you alone. I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he hears that. And he, like, runs back to his wives. And he sort of <laughs> says something to them, and then they both come back, and they uh, they come over to you, and they... Both with their arms crossed, they said, "Excuse us." Yeah. <laughs> Our husband said you just threatened to kill him. Oh, oh, I'm so. He must have misheard me. I said I'm gonna thrill him, thrill him with, <laughs> thrill him with a little juggling or something like that. I guess you two, you all want to understand. Three balls, juggling, three people in a marriage. I can't account for his tiny little ears. He's, he's, yeah, I'm not a little person. Yeah, he's got tiny little ears. So he probably misheard me. Oh, because his ears are small? Is that yeah. some sort of a crack at us? Who, no. Tieflings whose ears are slightly larger than human ears? No, my ears are so big. Well, you don't need to brag. I'm not bragging. The you other Rodan sort of like, she's like holds her back. She's like, he's not worth it. I'm worth everything. If you don't like me, attack me. Rodan, Rodan, and Dan walk away. All right. Can uh, you believe? Uh, Butter, Butter turns to Smellulous and says, Smellulous, listen here. Those aren't the people you're supposed to be striking a fight with. 
The Emperor is here. Let's Our mission is at hand. Get out of here. I'm tired of all these snooty people looking down all smileless. Just because he ain't worth a dime. Well, I'll be worth more than a goddamn dime soon enough. Let's do this. Come on. You and me. Come on. You and me. We'll take I... the rest of the gold, right? Oh, everyone else is doing their little game. We'll just do it right now. Like that. And then, and then, and then, and then. The camera pans over and uh, Grimothy and Torin and Dealey are all very close to you. Hi. Hello. Hey. Hey, it's my daughter, whom I love! Smellulous, <laughs> you seem out of it. It's just, it's, this, I, this party, the, the, this, the, 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 the patrons of the party are the nicest individuals to talk to, is all I'll say. Yeah, well, they're the sort of people that gather around to eat a child. What did you expect? Maybe they have a, a little something, a little kind. So, someone who just appreciated general conversation. Maybe not people who got insulted by every single turn by an innocent little question. Smellulous, yes. listen, this isn't the sort of crowd you want approving of you. If they like you, you're doing something wrong. What? At this, Wealthy uh, wealthy Wim sort of runs up to you and goes, All right, now, uh, uh, Emperor Nagramonsky is, uh, he's making his one-on-ones, so um, would you guys just sort of stick with me and and be my group? I really want him to think I've got a bunch of friends. Sure. We owe you. I would be happy to. I think it's the least you could do after all I've done for you. He just said that. Right. Yes. Well, (laughs) I overplayed my hand. Uh, And as he says that, uh, Emperor Nagramonsky, alone, walks up to all of you. He, uh, this man again has a, uh, he is balding and yet somehow still seems to have a bowl cut. It is a, uh, <laughs> he's got the worst of both worlds going on like there. Like a friar tuck? A little bit, yeah, but it's also a little balding in the front. You can tell this was once a bowl cut and it's just like it's a lot of deserters on that head, you know? Deep bags under his eyes, uh, weak chin. He is dressed the full on emperor. He has like the sable cape. And uh, he has a crown, a, a, a large crown that sits uneasy atop his head, uh, a, many rings upon his fingers. And he uh, he walks up to all of you and says, "Wealthy, I I, I see you've uh, I see you've brought some guests. Would you be so kind as to introduce me to them?" Grimothy is creaking. Uh oh, we got a creaker. <laughs> Ha 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 ha! Good one, Emperor. Thank you. He he he! Good one. Well, everyone laughed. Um, my name is Emperor Nagramonsky, and uh, who uh, and wealthy sort of. He was like, oh yes, yes, right, right. right. Uh, this uh, this uh, assembled man is uh, he's a, t- a top of the line model. His name is Grimothy Steele. Grimothy, a pleasure to meet you. And uh, Nog puts his hand out for you to kiss his rings. Uh, Grimothy does so as best he can. Cold. <laughs> I'm all cold, Emperor. You made my hand feel cold. Sorry. No, it's not bad. I just, I if I feel something, I say it. <laughs> I'm Wealthy Wim Windows's date. Okay. Wealthy, congratulations. Last year, your date left you. <laughs> this year, I I hope that this assembled man doesn't leave you. 
I won't. Okay. He's pretty cool. Who's this? Who's this big fellow? And he uh, he points over to Butter Saint Beef. Oh, what? Yes, yes. That is a uh, that's Butter Saint well, Beef. I... He's a, a bit of a minotaur, you see. Thank you so much for hosting us at this party, Your Majesty. You're very welcome. Uh, I see you've got big horns on your head. Thank you so much. You do me the kindness of taking in my proudest body parts. I see you have got... He looks at you expectantly. Uh, the best cape I've ever seen. Thank you. It was my great-grandfather's. As, as And I wanted just for everyone to know, like, as I said cape, all I was saying in my head was hair, <laughs> hair, hair, hair. Yeah, it's a pretty good cape. You can't fly with it, though. <laughs> now, don't sell yourself short. No, I can't. I've tried. It doesn't work. <laughs> Stop laughing. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of how to kill him and escape. Cool, yeah, yeah. Um, he looks over at, uh, at Tor, at, I'm oh, sorry, at Smellulus and says, uh, Loxodon, wealthy, uh, wealthy is like trembling. He's like sweating bullets. Like, oh, it's, um, uh, 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 quickly tell me the Loxodon's name. I grow impatient. <laughs> wealthy, you introduced everyone else. So introduce me. Uh, wealthy sort of like looks around. He's panicking. Uh, uh, it's, uh. Oh well, uh, well, it's, 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 it doesn't, it doesn't, it's the name doesn't stick in my brain. Help me! It's not tasteless. It's. Why would you give me a hint? Just tell me. And Nog is like looking. Uh, he's like looking at his hands. Like, what's happened? Somebody kissed my ring. I'm getting uncomfortable. I want to know the elephant's name. Torin um takes the emperor's hand to kiss it. The wrong person. But- You're the wrong person. Oh, sorry. It's not the right order. I didn't know. What's your name? He looks at Smellulus uh, with like panic in his eyes. He goes, What's your name? My name is Smellulus, servant of the Empire, and great fan of all that you have done for Paola and Cordelia itself. Let me kiss your hand, though. Let me ask do you prefer my lips or my nose? <laughs> He just looks at you completely blankly. Nothing. He gives you nothing. He just keeps his, he just like gives his his hand again. He's just sort of like moving his hand towards you. (laughs) Wealthy sort of whispers to you and says, yes, you, that big fellow. Just make a choice quick. I get on my knee and grab his hand in my giant hand and bend closer and push my nose aside like you were pushing over your bangs. <laughs> and kiss with a sort of suckling. <laughs> oh. Nog sort of looks around. Oh, yeah. And he goes, This one was way more intense than the others. That's enough out of you. You there, laughing elf, what's your name? Uh, oh, my name is Torin. And I bow deeply, and as I bow, I, um, t- like, sort of sneakily stick my finger out to point at the Emperor, and I use, um, message, which allows me to, um, send a magical message that only the Emperor can hear. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but because she's nervous, she just goes, uh, um, where's Hammerhair? 
<gasps> the emperor, his jaw drops and he looks around. He goes, no, no. Who sent you? Oh, no, no. Oh, so I, I what's the matter? And nobody else can hear what I said. So I'm just playing, playing it up. Oh, so emperor, sorry. I just said my name is Torin. Uh, did I, is that the wrong thing to say? He looks at you. He has like a crazed look in his eyes. He looks over at Grimothy and he goes, what's going on? What's, you guys, what, you guys are weird. What's happening? Emperor, I've heard of this. Harpy, what's, what? What's happening? Emperor, please. I have heard of what you appear to be afflicted with. Do you hear voices in your mind? Yes. You have been given cursed rings. You must give them to me. <laughs> <laughs> really? Roll a, yes. roll a persuasion. 14. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if only you knew how low this guy's wisdom was. Uh, he just like he just starts moving, removing his rings from his hand. Go take them, take them. She's crying. She's just weeping. She's you just like, have more good. rings in your hand than you can handle. I will dispose of these for the for the empire. Bless you, the emperor's blessing to you. Wherever you go in the empire. You will never be alone. The Emperor's blessing will follow you forever. Is that a tangible thing? Well, <laughs> and as he says this, at the top of the stairs again, the goblin, uh, uh, there is a, another class, just as before, and uh, Diaria, she appears at the top of the stairs, and with her, with a, uh, it's got a, uh, just wearing a little belt, and she has sort of, like, got the belt with her. Um, with her is... Torin, you know him. It's the beautiful avoider. <gasps> Abby! She looks around. Uh, uh, Diaria, she sort of claps at the top of the stairs again and says, Ladies and germs. <laughs> Earlier, we consumed a goat and it did nothing. And now, for the moment we're all here for, I will be doing my dark magic on this child. Child? Do you have any last words? Uh, beautiful avoider sort of gulps and like looks around and uh, says to everyone there, Yeah, I got some last words for you. Cram it up your arseholes! Um, Torin uh, shoots her hand out and uh, she feels just this rush of energy go through her body and she uh, casts Cloud of Daggers at uh, Diaria. All right, Diaria is cut up by the daggers. They move in and out of her. They make fucking mincemeat of her. Oh, she's fucking, she's cut to shreds. She's actually shredded up. It's like a fucking, uh, like a document through a shredder. She is just cut <laughs> to pieces. Uh, everybody gasps. There are, a, look, every single person in the room gasps and looks at the beautiful <gasps> avoider. They don't understand that it came from you. The boy, beautiful avoider looks around and says, what the fuck am I, magic? Um, I, I quickly uh, cast message to the beautiful avoider, and um, only he can hear me say, "It's me, Torin. I'm down in the in the chamber. Pretend it's you. Pretend you have magic." Torin, what are you? Do he just very loudly goes, "Torin, what are you doing down in the chamber? What do you mean talking to me like this? What are you doing here? You're not supposed to be here." There is chaos. People are looking all over the place, and uh, Nagramansky, he. Uh, he looks at you guys and begins running away. He actually is, uh, he is spirited away very quickly 
by Tactical Paper, the oil, orc oil baron, who, by the way, had a big old mustache. He, uh, he sort of grabs him under his arm and begins just, like, football, like, running uh, to the end zone. Uh, away with him. There is pandemonium. People are screaming, and Wealthy Wim Windows looks at you and says, You did the one thing I asked you not to do. You embarrassed me. Uh, Torin gives him a wedgie and then runs towards the uh, beautiful avoider. Wow. A wedgie? As if there wasn't enough happening at this Powerball. <laughs> I got a feeling things are about to get a little strange, a little dangerous. And a hell of a lot more professional. That's right, I'm Snake Professional. And I am describing, of course, the scene we just saw at the Powerball. Oh boy, our heroes are in for a world of hurt. But will they be the ones taking the hurt or giving it? Or maybe it'll be a little of both. Most likely, all of that remains to be seen, though, next time on Rude Tales of Magic. Come at the king. You best not miss it. I'm Snake Professional, and I just woke up. Sorry. (laughs) That was... Ali Fisher as Dealey the Harpy, Carly Monado as Torin, Joe Lepore as Grimothy Steel, Christopher Hastings as Butter Saint Beef, Tim Platt as Smellulous, and Branson Reese as Everything and Everyone Else. Rude Tales of Magic is produced by Taylor Moore at Fortunate Hall with additional sound design by Michael Gelfie, and with the infinite dark beneficence of Sidney and Benjamin Paul. Until next time, traveler, long live the Emperor! (laughs) That was a HeadGum Podcast.